This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. And I'm going to be hanging out here with you for one more hour. Thank you to everybody who's been hanging out here with us for the past three. I get started 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. So whether you're going to work, at work, currently working, at home, leaving home, just hanging out, I don't know what you're doing, but I'm glad you're here. Shout-outs to all my folks out there driving Uber. Shout-outs to all the first responders out there. Shout-outs to everybody out there making sure that things don't fall apart while the rest of your co-workers are being jerks. I don't know. Just thank you very much. Shout-outs to all the chefs and people back there cooking up some good food right now. Maybe they're doing something in the kitchen listening to the show. I appreciate you. We got folks who are doing construction. We got folks on military bases. Thank you for your service. Thank you for everything that you do. I just appreciate our listeners. Got folks delivering stuff. Amazon, UPS, FedEx, I-95, 85, 295, 10, 405. I could just go on down the list. I'm being joined by super producer and host Dave Shepard. If you want to talk to me, it's simple. I'm on JR Sport Brief, or I am at JR Sport Brief, I should say, on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. And if you want to talk to me here on CBS Sports Radio, it's it's simple. It's 855-212-4CBS. And, and we've gone through a lot tonight. I feel like a good portion of it has uh, – revolved or you know revolved around coaching we talked about the terrible coaching job or just the terrible game we saw last night or monday night i should say georgia and and tcu we come to find out it is the worst rated college football game or championship game in the college football playoff era we talked about sean McVay. is he going is he coming is he leaving is he staying uh a matter of fact if you didn't hear what sean McVay had to say about his job status Uh, on his final media day on Monday. Uh, Take a listen to this. This is what Sean McVay had to say. As it relates to the questions that I know you guys will have about my future with the team, you know, just like I told the coaching staff, work through some things. Um, This is some things, you know, that 
don't want to rush into any sort of decision. There's a lot of emotion right after the season. There's a lot of layers to this. Um, there's a lot of people that it does affect that I don't take lightly and want to be mindful of. And so I'm going to take the next couple days um, to really be able to kind of reflect. Obviously, a lot of conversations with various people um, that will dictate and determine um, the decision that's best for me, my family, um, the Rams, and a lot of people. And that's kind of where we're at with that. Uh, I think the man has one foot on his way out the door. We also got a report that he has let all of his assistants know, listen, folks, if you get a job opportunity, explore it, listen to it, potentially take it, because ain't no guarantees that I'm sticking around. And I don't even know if you need even more of a clear indicator that uh, he might go. We showed some love to Kirby Smart, back-to-back national championships. He's going to try to make it three in a row. Uh, Right before we went to break, we talked about Mike Tomlin. And then we even had a caller from Rochester say, listen, I I root for teams that suck. Like, why don't Pittsburgh fans, some of them, don't appreciate Mike Tomlin? And I said, it's because they're probably spoiled. Yeah, you're not going to win a championship every year. But when you win, like, how many NFL teams can say, oh, yeah, 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 well, we just – we have a winning record every season. Who who can say that? Not even the Pats can say that right now. It's tough. Kudos to Mike Tomlin. Sometimes people get spoiled. Not everybody is, uh, you know, this is why Lions fans should actually be thrilled about where they're at. They really should. You got Dan Campbell here. Dan Campbell was over here getting his ass whooped just a few weeks ago, admitted to the whole world. He's like, yeah, we started one and six. They were going to fire me. And just things, things have changed. You know, Mike, well, Dan Campbell almost had the Lions in the playoffs. And this is what he had to say in December when they stunk and they were finally turning things around. Listen to this. I don't read everything, but I told you, I get, I get head up with things. And so I know at one point I was going to get fired, you know, and now I'm not. And so I know how all this works. And the reality is, man, we're five and seven. We got five to go here. And, uh, man, this is a big five-game stretch for us. And, I, and we're getting better. And that's all, that's really all it is right now, you know. Yeah, they, they got better. They ended up nine and eight. They didn't make the playoffs. But even though they didn't make the playoffs, I think the the best thing that they maybe did for all of us is keep Aaron Rodgers out of the damn playoffs. They beat him at home 20 to 16, and they made that place, they made Lambeau look like a, a, a funeral after the game. And Dan Campbell, he expressed this as well. He's like, yeah, folks, it doesn't matter. We make the playoffs. We did not. Uh, he was excited for the W. That was a good win. Uh, it was a great win. Our guys, I was proud of our guys. They played their ass off. They were ready for this game. And, uh, you know, they wanted to prove something, and they did that. And and uh, this team has just hung in there all year long. I said it. It's a special group. One and six to nine and eight. When they get that defense together, there's, there's no reason why this team doesn't continue to improve. They've already made it clear that that they plan to keep Jared Goff around that he's not being looked upon as a transitional QB, but as someone that they, they want to continue to grow with. And why not when you're putting up points? Jared Goff, his bugaboo with Sean McVay, who couldn't stand him, were the turnovers.
turnovers were eliminated here with the Detroit Lions recently, especially going on this run. And so you want to know our friend in Pittsburgh or or New York, why don't people in Pittsburgh rock with Mike Tomlin? Why do people still certain folks want to get rid of him? It's just spoiled. Ask the Lions how they feel about the, the, the Dan Campbell. You got to love the guy. I loved him from the first press conference. He's talking about, what do you say, biting kneecaps and ankles and I don't know. Listen to this. I wanted this job bad because I felt like I knew this community. I played here. All right. Here's what I know. Just as an overall philosophy, you're going to say, well, what's this team going to be? What's it not going to be? Here's what I know. All right. I know that Detroit's made up of great people, some really good people. All right. This community is strong. This place has been kicked. It's been battered. It's been bruised. And I can sit up here and give you coach speak all day long. I can give you, uh, you know, hey, we're going to win this many games. I can't. That none of that matters, and you guys don't want to hear it anyway. Here's what I do know. This team is going to take on the identity of this city, all right? And the city's been been down, and it found a way to get up, all right? It's found a way to uh, overcome adversity, all right? And so this team's going to be built on, uh, we're going to kick you in the teeth, all right? And when you punch us back, we're going to smile at you. And when you knock us down, we're going to get up. And on the way up, we're going to bite a kneecap off, all right, and we're going to stand up, and then it's going to take two more shots to knock us down. All right, and on the way up, we're going to take your other kneecap, and we're going to get up, and then it's going to take three shots to get us down. And when we do, we're going to take another hunk out of you. Before, before long, we're going to be the last one standing. Hey, Shep, that's not somebody you want to see in a dark alley, is it? Uh, no, and in fact, Jr. And you know this. He cursed in this introductory press conference. When do you ever hear that from NFL head coach? We had to take it out. I'm cool with it. No, he no, looks I, like he, he looked like he still played, too. Right, but, that, tight end. but that's Probably the point. Can't. He speaks like he's still playing, and it's refreshing. Yeah, he'll, he'll say that, and then he'll cry five minutes later. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, but you know what? There's going to be a lot of happy tears in Detroit pretty soon because, I mean, you talk about being oh so close. Oh so close. If not for that Buffalo game, they're 10-7. and seven, They're in the playoffs. I believe. Well, I, I, I'd lay it more so at the uh, the Carolina game that they lost themselves. That's a good point too. But uh, I'll put it this way: if you are a Lions fan, you actually have reason to be optimistic. I get it. You might be cautiously optimistic, but you have reason to go, "Oh my God, wait a minute! It looks like we may actually be able to turn things around in a sustainable way." I don't know. Maybe maybe Sheila Ford is actually uh, maybe she wiped the slate and is changing. I I don't know, but I'd be cautiously optimistic. This is almost like uh, New York Met fans when Steve Cohen bought the team. And sure, it's 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 very different because the Fords will never give up the Lions. I'd be shocked. We'd have to not have cars. I don't know, but anyway. Met fans were complaining the minute Steve Cohen bought the team. It's like having PTSD. It's like, oh, we got a billionaire that bought the team, but when are we going to sign this guy? When are we going to sign this guy? And the New York Mets have just been throwing money all over the place. They almost had Carlos Correa. We heard that Carlos Correa is going to stick with the Twins for, I think, about six years, 200 mil, with a deal that can max out to 270. But my point is, we have some teams and franchises that just always going nowhere. 
The Lions are one of those teams. But for right now, there's, there's certainly room for optimism. I don't know. I know this sounds too good to be true, and I, it's not because I don't like the Packers. I don't care. Is the tide turning? Are we going to see the Lions start to elevate? Are we going to see the Packers come back down to earth? And when I say come down to earth, I mean not be competitive. Actually go through a rebuild. They got Brett Favre. They went from Brett Favre to Aaron Rodgers. Hall of Fame to Hall of Fame. What are the odds that they put together another stretch with Jordan Love? You're going to get 10 years, 10, 15 years of Hall of Fame ball out of Jordan Love. What are the odds? And you got the Lions on the up and up? Aaron Rodgers was on the losing end to the Lions the other day. He's used to whooping their ass. And even after the game, Aaron Rodgers is standing up there, and we got to listen to this man talk about his retirement again. Listen to this. That's a normal thought, but at some point the carousel comes to a stop, and it's time to get off. And I think you, you kind of know when that is, and that's what needs to be contemplated. You know, is it time? Uh, also, what's the organization doing? You know, this, it's part of it as well. I wonder what island Aaron Rodgers is on right now. Drinking his uh, ayahuasca and whatever else he's doing. I wonder where he is. I hope he's enjoying himself. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. Mark is calling from Michigan. You're on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, how you doing? I'm excellent, Mark. How are you? You ought to give a shout-out to Bob Barker as well. He's 99 and still alive. He's still alive. I said he was gone. My bad, Bob. <laughs> I'm, I'm sensitive s- about that. I'm 68, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to call what? in and back him up. Man, your ass is young. <laughs> Cut it out, Mark. You said you how old? You 61? I'm 68. Oh, you young. Cut it out. <laughs> but, but, I mean, us old guys are sensitive to that. I know there were stories of the death and demise of Joe DiMaggio years ago. But he said, listen, I... I don't feel too good, but I'm still alive. You know, they were saying wow. Joe DiMaggio was dead before well, he died. I, I think there's a massive difference between you being <laughs> a 68 and him being 99. Well, well, he's a vegetarian. I'm going to back him up for that reason. What, Bob, Bob Barker's a vegetarian? Yes, yes, he is. Let me ask you a question. <laughs> you, 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 you know the price. You watch The prices, right, right? Oh, sure. So let me put it to you this way. I stopped watching The prices, Right. When Bob Barker stopped appearing, I have yet to see, and I will never see, one episode with was Drew Carey. Yeah, I know. He, I he, will he, never watch one episode of, and it ha- I have no problem with Drew Carey, but that that's Bob Barker. I will never watch yeah. it. But this it's is always hard to follow a legend. It's, it it's is always hard to do that. But here's so. here's the thing. As uh, the stupid phone next to me in the studio is, it, I guess it thought I called it. It, it, it pulled up Bob Barco on my phone. But anyway, uh-huh. here's the thing. <laughs> Bob Barker was a vegetarian. And yeah. at, the, at the end of every episode of The Price is Right, he's talking about chopping off cats and dogs, uh, you know, reproductive parts. Oh, that's, you know, that's the responsible thing to do, to spade those animals so they don't reproduce. Does that so, match with being a vegetarian? No, it doesn't have anything to do with that. He's, he, you know, he's just trying to be a responsible pet owner. You know, you, you know, 
those animals would probably multiply if we didn't do that. I mean, come on. Okay. You know, that's Okay. All right. <laughs> Bob Barker sounds fraudulent to me. God bless his Oh, no. I mean, he might be fraudulent to the to the pets he's having spayed, but, but I mean. Yeah, he made his money, though. God bless him. He's probably sitting yeah, in a mansion in the Hollywood Hills sleeping right now. That's probably what he's doing, right? No, he's he he's he's had some health challenges over the years: skin oh. cancer, prostate cancer, you know, um, heart problems. But he, he's still around. But that's what I'm saying. He's sitting in the Hollywood Hills, in, <laughs> in some in some house. Somebody's looking over him, and he's he sleeps. Well, well, if he, you know when he when he wakes up tomorrow, you ought to give him a shout out there. I gave him a shout out right now. I'm glad he's still here with us. I love, I love the guy. I love but, the guy. But he, hey, thank you, but Mark. He, he's going to be a hundred this next year, 2023. God willing, he's yeah. going to be a hundred. Yeah. However many years that he can stick around, I hope he's here forever. <laughs> Me too. Oh, thank you, Mark. I appreciate you, man. <laughs> no doubt, Mark. Mark is like, hey, Bob Barker's still here. I'm sorry, Bob Barker. My apologies. I'm sorry. Hey, Shep, did Betty, Betty White, Betty White hit 100, right? Did she? She just missed it. What, just like missed day? it. She missed it by about three weeks. And the unfortunate thing is Time Magazine had, it was USA Today or Time Magazine, had a whole cover page devoted to her turning 100. Oh, damn. Oh, you know, it might have been Peoples. Excuse me. Peoples had a whole storyline devoted to her turning 100. It, it, it's a shame. And she, she you know, I, I know this is crazy to say. But Betty White went fast, at, uh, you know, three weeks prior, turning 100 years old. It was three weeks? Yeah, because she was in really good shape, physically oh, yeah. and well, mentally. I mean, she was still with it. Listen, you 99, man. When it's time to go, you just you just go. Listen, uh, there's a lot of people, JR, that are super, not centarians, super centarians, and still very much with it. Oh, yeah. What's the oldest person on earth right now? Well, how old do you think they are? 118 or something? Something around the, on the old, record. On, well, the oldest person to ever live, I believe, was a French woman. And she, uh, she passed 120. That's the oldest. But, but I will say this. With technology and medicine being what it is, I'm not answering your question. I know that. I apologize. With technology and medicine being what it is, eventually people are going to be living to the Mason-Dixon line. Man, I who want to be that old? I'd want to be that old. Are you kidding me? You want to? Are you kidding, Jr.? Are you Jr.? I'm all serious. You do you see yourself ever retiring? Or if you could, if you retiring? have the energy and the from longevity, what? that's that's what I'm saying. Like, it, like what, from this? Yeah, not retiring a chance, right? If, if you could do this for another hundred years with as much vigor and vitality as this? you have on a nightly, daily basis, this? yes, you would do this? it. What talk about yeah. sports? Yes. Do it for a hundred years? Yes. Hell no. Really? Hell no. You wouldn't do, do this for another hundred years if you could. I don't want to be here for a hundred years at all. <laughs> okay. I, I you see what's going on out here in the world. I, Jr. I highly doubt. Jr. Wait a minute. And, and, I'm, and I'm being serious. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not trying to blow smoke up. You know what? All right. the good that you do with Special Olympics, right? And the, and the media for the movement tour. You're right. telling me you wouldn't take pleasure in doing that for another century if you could? Uh, let my kids do that after me. Well, fair enough. Let, well. Let, let other people do it. See, I'm not doing it for me. I'm doing it so other people can do it for other people. I, I, yeah, but you, you, you take great pleasure in it. Oh, I do. And so, therefore, I see you doing it for a long time to come. And if, and if oh, medicine sure. and technology is what people say it's going no to thanks. be. Okay. You're trying to make me Ted Williams out here, huh? 
Uh, Ted Williams was, was the crankiest SOB you'll ever come across in your entire life. You were the a paradigm and well, the exact I'm opposite saying, of that. Isn't right? Well, frozen. Ted Williams' I, his brain is, is frozen. Yeah, he pulled a Walt Disney. And they, they have him frozen, and uh, right. when the robots come, they're going to put Ted Williams' head on a robot, and by the way, and he's going to be alive again. By the way, it might have been Ted Williams, and I know it wasn't, I'm being facetious, but it might have been Ted Williams that started that rumor of Joe DiMaggio Uh-oh. being a guy who was you know, deceased. You know Here why? You know why? We're going to bring up, I don't want to talk about old guy, uh, I can't even say dead, because frozen guy rumors. One of, the, one of the biggest misnomers in the history of professional sports was whenever Joe DiMaggio was introduced, it was the greatest living ball player to ever live. Mind you, Hank Aaron was very much alive. Stan Musial was very much alive. Willie Say Hey Kid Mays was, is still very much alive, and they were still introducing the Yankee Clipper as the so, greatest living ball player of all time. Well, Made no sense you're to gonna, me. You're going to tell me in the year, uh, what year are we in right now, 2023? 2023, yes. You're going to tell me when Ted Williams has his head attached to a robotic body <laughs> right. in the year 2056 uh-huh. that Ted Williams, the first thing he's going to do is uh, hit a home run and then he's going to diss uh, DiMaggio. Uh, well, I, I don't I don't know if that's uh, going to happen because DiMaggio is obviously long dead. Ted Williams, by all accounts, is dead too. So He's, fr- no, he's frozen. He's going to come back uh, one day. He's as good as dead. He's as dead as a doorknob. But you th- don't think that they can shock his brain and put it on no. a robot and he'd be back? No, they would have done it already because he died in 2000. Excuse, oh, no, excuse me. According that- to according to according to his biography, uh, DiMaggio died in '99, and then Ted Williams, I believe, died like two years, years later. Yeah, at least twenty years. Yeah, he's been gone for like twenty, twenty-two years. One man. of the man, I, I still gives That's me chills. That's not a long time. Well, unless they want to do a reincarnation of what happened at Fenway in '99 and bring up the lore of baseball and Field of Dreams, you know, I, I would say let let let, right. let 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 good be good. Let 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 that lie. How about we? Well, I don't know. How much is it to? Never mind. I don't want to buy <laughs> Ted Williams' brain. But Jay, but you get what I'm saying about Joe DiMaggio. One of the biggest, one of the biggest insults in the history of professional sports, particularly baseball, was when you had Willie Mays, Hank Aaron, even Frank Robinson, now included in that conversation, even Ernie Banks, Mr. Cub, and they used to say Joe DiMaggio was the greatest living baseball player of all time. It's an absolute joke. Uh, I I never took a hard note on that. <laughs> Fair enough. 20, 20, 20, 30 years ago. Uh, no, my whole life, I've never taken. Uh, I've never taken note of that, Fair so enough. I'm not all that concerned. Gotcha. But you, you bring up a point as to why uh, frozen brain Ted Williams would would be bothered. So we'll see what happens. And shout outs to all the folks out there. Uh, you think somebody? Yeah, yeah. Somebody listening to us is older than a hundred, right? Has to be. Yes. You're on 300 stations across North America. You can be heard and streamed yes. worldwide. Yeah, there's about to be yeah. someone listening over 100. Hey, that guy who called and said he was old at 68, watch your young mouth, man, okay? That guy's mouth is young. He's 68 years old. Relax. Shout-outs to everybody listening. I would even say the 80s. Shout-outs to the 80s is kind of young, if you ask me. Shout-outs to everybody in their 80s, though. Much love to everybody listening to me in their 90s. And if you happen to be over 100 years old, you are absolutely amazing. Thank you. It's the JR Sport Reef Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. Don't come back like Ted Williams. Bob Arthur reminding you, help control the pet population. Have your pet spayed or neutered. Goodbye, everybody. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. 
listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. When you put me on, a lot of times you you you, you blend the, th- the 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 commonalities of sports and business and drive together. So uh, so first of all, you know, thank you for what you do. You you have the ultimate drive. A lot of people know you, and a lot of people don't know you, and they will know. You. Here's Jr. Oh, that's nice. Thank you, Damon John from Shark Tank. See, I know TV people. I know Damon is not 99 years old. Shout-outs to Damon John. Anyway, I'm over here looking through. uh, I mean, if you just tuned in and you have no idea what I'm talking about. Hey, Shup, why were we talking? Oh, I know why we were talking about Bob Barker. One of our callers called up last hour, and he was upset at the fact that the college football championship game wasn't on network television that you have to pay for all sports. And I said, yeah, man, we're not going backwards. And I said, there was a point. I I said, I also wish everything was on network TV, but we're not going backwards. You got to pay for your ESPN and your Netflix and your Hulu and your Fire. You got to pay for it. How do you think all these leagues are making money? (laughs) I would agree, but then where's the connection with, with Mr. Bob Barker? I'm getting to it. Got it. You got to be patient. You've been sitting here with me, Shep. How do you not know? No, I, I, because I'm really trying to think back. How, I mean, I, because well, Bob Barker seems to get brought up on the show a lot, and 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 I, not for his good fortune, by the way. I don't. I haven't mentioned Bob Barker in probably a year. <laughs> okay. And I probably mentioned him. I, did I say he was gone? Yeah, well, it's happened. It's happened. Uh, it, it, uh, okay, it hasn't happened before. I apologize. No, I probably said it before. I did. That was like I a, he was gone. Yeah, but that was like that was. But Bob Barker for a guy who's you know, gone. You bring them up a lot. No, I love The Price is Right. It's a great show. I do think you, I'm, I'm sorry to interrupt you. I do think yeah. you have to give Drew Carey a shot, though. No, like, I'm not watching. No. But, JR, did no. you not Did you no. not watch his show when he was on, speaking of network television, did you not watch him on ABC on the Drew Carey show? This is about Cleveland, right? He's Cleveland re- rocks. He's really good. No, didn't watch that either. Okay. But anyway, the man said all the shows need, he said we need more sports on network TV. And I agree, because I, like most people, I don't want to pay for nothing. And then we started talking about network TV, and then we had a caller who said, JR, there are still good shows on network TV. He said not everything is on streaming. And then he mentioned The Wheel of Fortune, and then he said, like, Jeopardy or something. And I said, oh, yeah, The Price is Right is still on TV. And I said, I haven't watched The Price is Right since Bob Barker passed away, and, and I was corrected. Bob Barker is still here. He is 99 years old, and that is how Bob Barker is being discussed on the JR Sport Show on CBS Sports Radio. It makes sense now, Shep? Makes sense? It does? It makes all the sense in the world. Oh, Bob's me. not listening, by the way. He's not. Okay. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. Tony's here from Massachusetts. What's up, Tony? Uh oh, yeah, I got me. What, what, up, what happened? What are you doing? You, you, are you like saying something you're not supposed to? <laughs> no, I just you always ask me to take you off speaker, so I got to take you off speaker so you can hear me. Oh well, thank you. Go ahead. All right. So I was telling Chef, man, this show's like this number one show at night, man. I love this show, and I said this should be three chefs and three JRs, and each one of y'all can get a check, man, because that's how good y'all are. But I'm going to get to my point because uh, um, I've gotten in and I heard something about Aaron Rodgers. So this is what I think. I think Aaron Rodgers should leave Green Bay 
they should just depart their ways and start their little rebuild. Throw Joe Jordan Love in there. And Rodgers go to the Raiders, be reunited with Devontae Adams, and play one more year. Tom Brady play one more year, and they both should support, retire at the same time. So then we can usher in the new age of these new young quarterbacks, man, and be done with all the old ones. So where does, Tom Brady, where does Tom Brady go? He doesn't reunite with Josh McDaniels? Where does he go? 49ers? Um, no. I, I, I don't know. They keep talking about Miami. I keep hearing Miami. I don't know how that's going to work when they just – didn't they just get caught for tampering with him or something? Well, yeah, Stephen Stephen Ross got 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 punished there. But yeah. then uh, you think about Tua and his uh, his future. I mean, how many? Tua is right. starting to scare me, man. Yeah, Tua is scaring me, man. Because what's it? Three concussions, man, in one season? I don't know, yeah. Um, they they got to be really, really delicate with him. So maybe Tom Brady goes to Miami, and they just play one more year, man. And regardless of what happens, they both retire. And then we, they can say, you know what, that age is done, that era, and let the new boys take over, man. Yeah. Well, I can tell you this. Whoever retires first is going to wait for the other guy because they don't want to go to the Hall of Fame on the same thing. Wait, what the heck? Yeah, I think you I lost. You understand it. what I'm saying? When, it, when, when it's time to go into the Pro Football Hall of Fame, they do not want to be on the same ticket. They don't. Can Why not? How come they wouldn't want to be on the, on the same ticket? Are you serious? Tom Brady and and Aaron Rodgers going into in the same class? Are you serious? Oh, okay, yeah. What, what's wrong with them? But both going in in the same. They want to be the. They would want to be the headliner. Oh, you saying they want to make sure that their spotlight ain't dim? Yeah, they don't want to share it. Come on now. <sighs> Man. Well, I they think at him. least – well, yeah, I think both guys would be like that. But what do I know? Hey, Tony, I appreciate you, man. All right, man. <laughs> no doubt about it. That's like, uh, you know, like we know Carl Malone stuck around, what, four years after Michael? Yeah, about three, maybe three, he three was, years oh, after Michael. He was, so he had that last year with the Lakers when they made the finals run against the Pistons. So he actually – That's 04, right? Was six years after. But remember, Jordan screwed everybody up because no, he actually came back with the Washington Wizards. No, yeah. that's what I'm saying. Right. Not Chicago, but from Washington to the Lakers was what, three years? Well, Jordan, Jordan's last year was 03 with the Wizards. And then so Malone's – one year. Yes, but, but, in wow. the, but, it, but, but those don't count. No, it does count it doesn't, in all consideration for, for – Formal, like being eligible. Oh, for the Hall of Fame. Oh, that's true. I'll give you that. No, he went in the same year as Jerry Sloan and David Robinson and John Stockton and Vivian Stringer. Right. Like he would. There's no way in hell he'd be like, oh yeah, I'm going with Carmelo. Not happening. Yeah, that's fair. Eight five five two one two four CBS. John is here from Illinois. What up, John? Hey, how you doing, Jr? Good. Well, listen, buddy, you're talking about old people, right? Uh, Virginia McKeskey. She's a hundred years old. Who? McKeskey from the Bears. Oh, okay. Well, was. Oh, oh, the, oh, the owner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Virginia, the owner. Right? And, uh, and there's an island in Greece and Italy, right? The people over there, buddy, over 100 years old, everybody. Yeah, they, they, have, they have a great Mediterranean diet. Yeah, you got it. Wine. Olive oil, tomatoes, yeah. and fish. That's where I come from, Greece. So you, you, be, you eat the focaccia bread and everything, huh? Well, you, you got it, Greece. buddy. 
We eat everything. You know, fish, you know, olive oil with tomatoes and red onions, my friend. Hey, stay away from seeds kebabs. Hey, 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 John, I, I actually, uh, I'm a proponent of the Mediterranean diet. That's what I eat. That's what you eat, right? Yeah, that's what I, I actually, yeah, Mediterranean for the most part, yes. And, and eat a lot of spinach pie, my friend, homemade spinach pie. Okay, spinach pie? Yeah, spinach, you know. God bless my mother's soul. She used to fix it, you know, every day to her home. Oh, my friend. Oh, 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 oh the food oh, right there, you- buddy. What did you eat tonight for dinner? What did you eat, John? Well, tonight I ate, believe it or not, I ate uh, f- uh, feta cheese okay. with tomatoes and red onion. And what else? What's the base? A- anchovies. Anchovies, okay. Yeah. yeah and the how anchovies, old are you, if you don't mind me asking? You know what? Right now, I'm 79 years old. Oh, young. You young. Well, yeah. And I, get a, I had an uncle. He was 105 years old. Your uncle, okay. How many glasses of wine did you have tonight? <laughs> you had some wine, my friend. I drink, you know what? When I was like three years old, me and my brothers in Greece, my dad used to give us ouzo instead of uh, milk. Yeah, I know. Put you to sleep. How many glasses of wine did you have tonight? Oh, tonight, you know, I had a red, about a couple of glasses, that's it. My man. Hey, John, I appreciate you. Where, where, All you, right. Where, hey, are you in go Chicago? Lions. You know what? what? And I like the Lions, my friend. Thank God Green Bay went out of there. Okay. Well, John, are you in Chicago? Yeah, I'm in Chicago, my friend, all my life. We come from Greece, and I like uh, the Lions, the Jets. I used to like the Jets a lot uh, yeah. in the 80s. Well, that's all sack exchange. You remember Wesley Walker? Yeah, yeah, Wesley Walker, great wide receiver, yes. Oh, man, Ken O'Brien, the quarterback. Well, it'd be it'd be nice if uh, if, if they could rub off on the New York Jets now, but they got a good yeah, defense. Now. All right, buddy. Take care. Thank you, John. Appreciate All right, you. Bye. Okay. Wow. That was a fun call. Hey, Marco Belletti, man. Yep. That was a that was a fun call, wasn't it? That's tremendous. Eighties Jets. 70, he, yeah, I know. He he likes the Lions and the Jets. The poor guy. <laughs> poor guy. He said he's seventy nine. I'm like, that's not old. It's not old. No, and sounds Bob great. Bar- and I, I said Bob Barker. I, I made a I made a mistake, Marco. I said Bob Barker was gone. I made a mistake. It happens. Yeah, it does happen. Although I told Shep, I thought the reason why you guys were talking about it is because did you see Jared Jeffries, the former yes. Nick, played about ten years in the NBA, yeah, won a car on he, the Price Is Right. Yeah, what was he? He bought a car that he well he won a car that he can't fit in. Well, that's what I said. If he sat in the trunk, he wouldn't be able to fit in this thing. About $22,000. There's two questions I have. One, obviously, he's going to sell it, so I'll leave that aside. But how is Jared Jeffries on the Price is Right allowed to win a car? He doesn't have enough? When – how do you get on the Price is Right? Isn't it an open I, drawing or something? I, yeah, like I think that? if you're in the audience that you're part of it. But, I mean, like, shouldn't there be a line that's like – I mean, the guy must have no. made $50 million in his career. Do we really need to give him a $22,000 car he couldn't fit in if he tried? Is that so necessary? Do you think Jared Jeffries got a ticket? So he, let's break this down. Jared Jeffries got a ticket to go to the prices right. Presumably. And then he was randomly selected to participate in the showcase. Presumably, yes. Uh, wouldn't it be discrimination not to let this six foot eleven man who's made forty, fifty million in his career not play? Um, maybe, but I'm willing to stand with that. 
hey, if, if you can guess the price of a, a stove from last year, then you should be able to play. Yeah, nah, I feel like that should go to somebody that could actually, you know, use it. If you're if you're billionaire, should I be giving you things? No, I mean you could buy that. So let's let's do that to somebody else. You could play, you just don't get to keep anything. How about that? So we can't have David Tepper and uh, and Steve Cohen on the prices right no time soon. Should they be getting you know a hybrid? Uh, I think they can go buy it if they really want it. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I think Steve Cohen has the money. I mean the Ford Aspire. Can we give that to somebody that actually needs it? Is that necessary? Yeah. Well, well, he wanted. He's gonna. You said he's gonna give the car away, right? I have no idea. I would hope so. I, I like. I said, if he sat in the trunk and you took out all the seats, I still don't think he fits. So I can't imagine he's gonna use it. Yeah. Well, um, Jared Jeffries needs to be happy that he made money in the league. What did he do when he played? Nothing, right? Uh, he was a defensive specialist, if you will. Oh my God. <laughs> he, he was. You're being. You're being kind, man. Isaiah Thomas loved him, man. He handed oh. him a big contract. I don't remember exactly what it was, but he loved him. I think he signed do him you twice. Remember what Jared Jeffries looked like when he tried to take a jump shot? I do. It was one of the ugliest things you'll ever see. <laughs> Fit in perfectly with those Knicks. He knew how to rebound, run, and turn the ball over. Yeah, and he which made is forty fifty. God bless him. I, I mean, that was pretty much the Knicks' mantra, wasn't it? For I mean, it's not well, they, quite that they had anymore. Eddie Curry, but. who. Uh, well, well, we can go down the line. It wasn't too good. Last thing he was doing was running, let's be fair. Ouch. Ouch. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio, 855-212-4CBS. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. I even got my wife into listening to you, man. You know, like when I come home at night, she already have you on, like walking the house. I'm getting out the car, and you know, and then I'm walking in the house, and I'm still hearing you, man. Call in now at 855-212-4CBS. That's right. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. You know, we've been doing a lot of discussions or not discussions we've been doing or having a lot of talks about television and coaching and coaches tonight and as i i just see this story and i don't it says it's a rumor and these things are complicated it takes time vince mcmahon's wwe he's he's come to an agreement this is not finalized to sell the WWE to Saudi Arabia's public investment fund. That's the same thing tied in with Live Golf. That's that's crazy. It's not crazy, but that's crazy if it happens. Shep, that's am, am I that that's I'm not surprised. It's like Vince McMahon is like a real supervillain. Am I bugging out my mind? Let's think about this. I mean, he's the definition of uh, creating suspense and people, you know, keeping people on the edge of their seats, and he's doing that, I guess, in his last act, hopefully a final one. But I I get it. This man is already – he's out there. He's out there. He's out there. He he basically turns – professional wrestling into the biggest entertainment property on earth becomes a billionaire is able to to take the company company public has had some of the most ridiculous storylines that you'll ever hear or see 
uh, is able to also have deals with Fox and NBC. And then to the shock of no one, he's had steroid issues and crises in his organization, uh, sexual assault and wrestlers passing away. It's just terrible. And then last year was like $15 million. He's been investigated for hush money for just disgusting behavior, being the biggest boss and being the owner of the company and taking advantage of that. And so he steps down and he leaves and he lets his family run the company. And people are like, yeah, we glad that this old dude is finally gone. And then he comes back because he's still the majority shareholder. And he comes back to do what? Not sell the company to, I don't know, Fox or, or Comcast, NBC. He comes back to sell the company to Saudi Arabia's public investment fund? Like Vince McMahon is not just a, a television character. He's not just a, I don't know, he's not just a businessman. He's not just a, a carnival promoter. Vince McMahon is like a real-life supervillain. Like, you can't make this up. I don't know if it's true. We'll find out soon enough if it is. But can you imagine? And I get it. It's not a sport. It's an entertainment property. Could you imagine just selling your, well, I guess, Live Golf? They created it. That's just wild. Hey, Shep, did you realize people with power know how to abuse it? Uh, Vince McMahon and abusing power should go hand-in-hand in the Webster's Dictionary. Well, there's, there's Vince McMahon selling to uh, potentially to Saudi Arabia. Yeah. Uh, there's Dana White. For some reason, he slapped up his wife, and that just kind of went away. And it's only, what's today? <laughs> it's, the, it's, the, it's the 11th now, but I tell you what, Dana White knows how to do a, an apology tour. You got that right. Is he on an apology tour, is he? Well, well he cozied up with his buddies and knew exactly where to do oh, the interview. At, at, at TMZ? You're damn right. Oh, okay. Yeah, you know what? He's, he's, he's really shown a lack of being a leader. All that crap that he talks about everybody else, his thing is, oh, well, I'm just going to keep this private with my family. Show some accountability and be a leader to all of those people that you have to manage at UFC. How about you do that? It's the JR Sport Reef Show on CBS Sports Radio. I'll be back tomorrow, 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 Pacific. Thank you, Chef. Don't move here on CBS Sports Radio. Amy Lawrence, she's coming up next. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, 
You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 